What's good, Internet? Welcome to session 125 of Super GG Radio, where friends chat about video games and all things adjacent. I am your host, the wise and powerful Alex Arona, as Getty wrangles his arms wildly. Uh, I have you heard me. I have trapped my ho- uh, my other hosts in the land of Super GG this week. First up is our own Tin Man, Joel DeWitt. Just because I work in an office job, Alex, doesn't mean I'm cold and heartless. Going to make a well-oiled joke, but like, you know, that also works. Next up is our Scarecrow, Eric Getty Gettinger. Brainless joke, Alex. It's kind of low-hanging fruit. Uh, and yet, after over 100 episodes of doing it, these jokes feel the best. Uh, last addition to the crew, our own very own Dorothy, uh, Alec Parks. Won't you bring us home? Well, you know, I tried on some Ruby slippers, and I clicked my heels together three times, but I'm still stuck. Good. That means we're all around for another 200 episodes. Because that's when our con- when your contract is up. And then it's up for renegotiations. Let me tell you, you're getting paid much less. The only Kansas I recognize is Dust in the Wind. <laughs> Wait, does that mean we have to pay you? Yes. Oh. <laughs> this week we jump into the bone zone in early adopters, hype our extra life in the news, and end the week with some toys. But first, early adopters, where we play alphas, betas, and games that na- with what was it? And games names that make me hungry. Wow, that was a hard one. Games names that make me hungry. Okay. Game names. There's no game. G, there's no S at the end of games. So Games names. It's games time. It's games time. Game. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to, uh, I'm really excited to talk about one of these. So I'm going to go to the one that I'm a little less excited for. Not that it's bad. <laughs> uh, I want to talk about Boney's Research on Humans. Boney's Research on Humans is the throwback to Super Nintendo, Sega Genesis, almost looking a little like, uh, zombies ate my neighbors, but the conceit is you are a skeleton that is researching humans and trying to find more about them. Uh, so you have to use uh, skills like crawling and shimmying along walls and hiding in, in different uh, places like trees, bushes, trash cans, and other things. In a Running and praying that you don't get hit. In a Metal Gear Solid style fashion. Yep, and you're, it's a one-hit kill by the humans. But you can't run and hide. I had them lose me. I mean, they're, uh, they're not even all humans. No, they're werewolves at the first level you play, right? Well, no, that's a, that's a tutorial. Those are all his friends. You can go up and talk to them. You can find them. No, the they, every time I talk to mm. them, they killed me. They did not like me. What? Yeah, what? The, every time I went by a werewolf, it hit me and killed me. That didn't happen Same. to me. No, that's a tutorial, my friend. You're not <laughs> supposed to die in the tutorial. I died in the tutorial, and I was like, you know what? I suck at this game. Goodbye. You don't even see any of the the stealth. Well, yeah, stealth you know, I was cool. supposed to use the doot doot to the doot her to distract him, and then they like got this red exclamation point, and they were like, "Man, touch me!" And I just fell into a pile of bones. Weird. The dedicated doot button. Yeah, that's what well, one of the buttons there is. It's it's the doot button. And it's just you playing the horn, right? <laughs> and it's meant to be a, an audio distraction for the patrols to get shout out to the dude button for sure yeah yeah uh it it is very akin to like metal gear solid when you're tapping the wall you know it's same same purpose and i mean again you got to think of uh, metal gear solid the nes versions you know what i mean that top down angle but uh, you know it seems like more pixels than the nes that's why i kind of went snes or sega genesis definitely and you're not the only one that thought Zombies Ate My Neighbors. It is a little more focused in in a smaller window of space mm-hmm. than Zombies Ate My Neighbors. So, like, everything's sort of bid pixels like that. And uh, I, I'm guessing that's probably intentional. But uh, aesthetically, it is fun. Like, I, I, it was fun being the skeleton. The characters are uh, very interesting looking. Uh, some of the patrol people were having that sort of, like, 50s hairdo, uh, like, doo-wop kind of, like, slick back hair going on and uh it's i found challenging but not like impossible you know so it it's not uh insurmountable which is usually my like no thank you line you really gotta like you gotta analyze you know patrol patterns they go left right up or down this guy goes around the corner and then back kind of follow behind him as he's going and then jump in the bushes 
Or, I mean, because it's uh, the hiding spots are contextual, so they have different ones kind of preset. I found several times that I wanted to hide in a bush and it hadn't been preset that I could hide in that bush. But mm-hmm. there was a couple that I thought were very funny. I found a, uh, they had just like a big uh, glass tank where they had like <laughs> specimens in this research lab and I could hide in it. And it was just like, a, he was just blatantly a skeleton in the research lab. In the <laughs> in the jar, and no one no one like suspected anything. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that was very funny, and yeah, hiding the garbage cans and stuff like that. You have a camera that you can take photos on, and if you held the mouse, it would give you more info about like what kind of person they were, whether they be like you know, this is a this guy's part of a gang, this guy's part of you know, a researcher, et cetera, et cetera. Right. I yeah. I tried that in the in the tutorial, and it gave me nothing. You had to hold it. That took me a minute to understand. You had to hold the click on it. Yeah, that that is one. I'll call it a minor critique. I, I didn't necessarily find the button instructions all that clear. So there was a bit of me sort of fiddling around with the buttons and the mouse inputs to try to understand how you interact with stuff. But uh, you know, you got to forgive it a little bit, given the sort of beta status. It's in you know, it's an unfinished product. It it runs fairly well for something that's unfinished. I didn't have any problems with crashing or anything. But no, um, I did have like some of my like my crawl animation stopped at one point. Mm-hmm. So I had I had kind of jumped up from the grass, gotten down again, uh, jumped up from the grass, got down again, and after a while my character stopped jumping down. So I would just kind of hit the C button to crawl, and then I, he would still be standing up straight in the grass, but nobody just would notice him. So I was like, well, I guess I kind of broke the grass now, so I can just walk around okay. without so, anyone noticing me. Alex, would you yeah. say you got up, got up, got up to get down? Always. 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 Good. You always do that. So um, I think uh, Boney's research on humans is like a is it? It's, I like that. I like the, I like Boney the character. I like the idea that he's going to the human world just to try to understand them more and try to find out more about them. Uh, Get Getty, did you have any other input on this? I had mild success with the bonerang. Oh, he's also got a bonerang. I don't like that word. I don't. No. I, <laughs> I like don't. it a lot. I don't like saying that, so... No. I'm not even sure that that's what it's called. But yeah, throwing the bone really didn't seem to do much. I wish you could bonk some of the humans with it. Because the last stage of this beta, there was a lot of trying to hide. But I was very unsuccessful at it. So I wish I had some type of defense against all of these aggressive humans. Okay. I, I felt like I, I, I saw it used as a distraction. I would throw it around and they would go look at it. So it did kind of... I had a little bit of success with it, but I definitely, in this in this scenario, I, was, I didn't tinker enough with it. I didn't play around trying it and experimenting. It did feel a little imprecise to me. Uh, I'm assuming that it's not my error. It felt imprecise because I, I would try to aim it somewhere yep. and then it wouldn't go anywhere near where I planned on it going. It could be that I wasn't properly aiming but i'm not sure did you guys is he wearing a fez hat or is that a stitch of diamond he's, diamond. he's wearing a fez it's and a fez. i love it fezes okay. are the best just reminds me of uh wow what was his name you know who was the most famous video game fez right doctor uh, who no from the game fez the oh. the creator of the fez name no well what was uh oh. the main character name gomez Gomez. Gomez. Go- Gobez. Gobez. I didn't Gobez. know he had a name. Yeah, it's pretty early on. They kind of say, it's like, oh, this is Gobez. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to remember that. I'm trying to look into it now to make sure I am correct that it is no Gobez. As long as Alex doesn't use Google, we should be fine. I'm using Google. Oh, uh, no. I'm in a whole other... Well, <laughs> now it's all about Phil Fish, and I don't need to be here. Yep, there we go. I don't need to learn about Phil Fish anymore. I, I learned enough. Okay, let's move on. The uh, nothing second, was resolved. Nothing was resolved. <laughs> the second game that I wanted to talk about is Cookie Cutter. Cookie Cutter. I uh, uh, Getty is lifting up his keyboard. I'm like moving it off of my lap. Oh, I thought it was, you were so mad at Cookie Cutter that you were going to throw the keyboard. No, 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 I'm sure that I'm one of the only people that played it here. So it, it was so good he had to lift his keyboard off his lap. It was so good that. I made multiple jokes today about bedazzled cooters. So, mm-hmm. I, I believe so good the, that my computer wanted me to not play it. So. I believe the proper term, Getty, is vajazzled. 
Vajazzled is a good one. I like that. I don't like any of this. So, Cookie Cutter... Too bad, it's is, one of the characters. ...is a Metroidvania uh, brawler, I would say. Uh, 2D... It's animated really, really well. Oh, a la, so like, slick. It looks, it looks like you're playing a cartoon. It looks like you're just playing... But it, like not like a... Not like a classic cartoon, kind of like Ren and Stimpy. It's what I want Comics Zone to be. Ooh. Yeah, okay, yeah. That's how I You're, would describe this game. You are a uh, robot girl who has a talking vagina. Ah! Cybernetic vagina. Cy- cybernetic talking vagina. And you are going out to try to find the doctor that saved you and built you. You have a light attack, a heavy attack, and some specials that you can unlock after you're uh, doing enough damage to enemies. Some double jumps, some, uh, and the, the attacks do things like if you go down, you'll, if you down an attack, you'll slide across the floor, you know, launching him in the air, in the air for air combos. So many it's, uppercuts. So it's many just uppercuts. Such a, it's really just such a pretty game. You can chain Cookie an cutters. uppercut into an uppercut, Joel. I, you have no idea how disappointed I was that I couldn't play this game. <laughs> Especially Alex, like, hyped it up for me <laughs> a little in advance, like, this is your jam. And then my PC said, no, it isn't. <laughs> and well, now I'm here. Joel, so. I know that you were, you thought it was karma for giving me flack about playing on Linux and everything, and I couldn't get it to run on Linux either. Okay. All right. So we're still <laughs> in the current cycle of hell then. <laughs> I played Air Five, Getty. Week. Air Five. We played the best one. Air yeah. Five. Boom. I'm I'm not done trying to get it to work yet, but it, that's it's very what good. She said. You know, <laughs> if you're putting something together through Unity, it exports to Mac OS X and Linux. It's easy. Click the button. Anyway, uh, <laughs> we talked to the developer, and he said, "I am glad to inflict this game on you." That's oh, kind of how he was painful. Time. I thought it was it was great. The voice acting was hilarious, and and it didn't. Okay, so some of the there have been a couple that I've that I've said this is my favorite beta of the year, and then you listen, but like the one missing thing was that one voice actor sounds like they're in a closet. Yeah, no, these was, were it was high it was high quality voice samples, and they were they had very funny jokes, really good emotion attached to each one that they kind of gave character to the L involved and. Again, animated like Ren and Stimpy, uh, your character is in like a dress, and when you do her special, she like her skin will just rip apart really fast, and all of a sudden a giant like robot will bust out of the skin and start punching the air really powerfully, and the whole screen flashes red. It's very very slick, and it's a Metroidvania. But what I really liked was that I was. I got I I went I, I just started going down a path, and then I died. <laughs> I had I, it started me all the way from the back, and I was like, "That's a complaint. I don't like that it start." I I literally went through the map for like thirty like t- twenty minutes, and I had to start from scratch. Should have gone to one of those save Damn. points, bro. That's what I'm saying. Is that it turns out if There's I had gone points. up instead of down, there was a save point uh-huh. and a whole nother path that looped around. There was like four to five. It was just a big sprawling map. You know it's really I, nice too. If that? you would use all of your health, if you hit the save point, you get them back. Okay, yeah, you only get three health po- health potions. But I didn't feel like I was in much danger at too many parts. There were clearly designed a couple of kill rooms where I got tangled up. I think the one with the trampolines probably upset me the most. Oh yeah, because I was like, "Come back here!" Like trying to <laughs> to grab <laughs> the enemies and kick them and punch them, and and they were just like hanging out on the trampolines. And there was little, like, television guys that were floating in air that you could, like, beat up for no reason, but I didn't know if they actually gave you anything? They did. They dropped bitcoins, and if you collected 100 bitcoins, <laughs> you could turn it into a guy for a quest item. There we go. Of course it's bitcoins. Yep. <laughs> I beat him up, and I only, I think throughout the whole thing, I played, like, 45 minutes, and I only got one bitcoin the entire run. I, th- I think that it's designed to be a little bit more difficult to get them, but mm-hmm. I, if I had the time, I would probably go back and do it. Just because I feel like that would be funny, uh, a funny thing to do to like to get. Because I'm sure they plan that out to put something in this beta build of it. It's they have a lot going on in the game, meaning that like they have like you'll find a robot and it says, "Oh, he's missing his head." I'm sure I could help him, and then you like 
you can go find it. I'm sure elsewhere on the map. Bring it back, and you know it's a Denzel Wash. It's a Denzel Washington robot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so you guys again, missed out. Kinda, yeah. Yeah. Oh. Clearly, I I so, really want to play this. I was kind of sad, but just didn't have. So the they time do put in like dedicate. different quests in different sections of the map, and the map ended up being bigger than I thought because once I died and went back and then found a different path, I was like, well, now I just now I I, I didn't I thought. It was more of a linear beat em up. And then when that happened, that all of a sudden made me realize, like, oh, there, it is just sprawling. And there's little secret areas you can find that the map is blacked off until you walk through a wall, and all of a sudden you're in a new area with, like, a, uh, you know, a chest or something that you can, like, open up and get gear or something, and then move on to the next stop. So there is, like, a, a good chunk of game here that is, I, I think, like, a lot of fun and really set a good tone for me for something that I would want to see and play later. Because I saw yeah. this is what happened. I found this one I found via Twitter. It's like it just someone retweeted, hey, I'm working on this game. And I looked at that and I was like, oh, this is like striking. The The look is, is striking. Yeah, the, the videos that you linked me before the show, it looks like a complete game. Like yeah. it's, some of these games, when we play them, they're, they're interesting concepts or unfinished product. This this feels like it is more or less there, at least in terms of the slice that you guys played. Yeah, and again, the the way the world is kind of built around, you know, like this this world of like the post apocalypse, but there's also like just massive alien creatures, like with like giant gashes and blood dripping out, like in the, on the surface of the planet. You're like, what the hell went on here? So the world is wild, and it's really, like, well fleshed out and written up. And the character, your character's, like, kind of a, it's a, it's a thicker, it's a thicker woman, robot, cyborg, with a trucker hat and shaved sides of her head <laughs> and, like, a mohawk. It's very cool. And later on, you end up going into a giant alien, car- like, corpse, and you're just exploring the giant beast, fighting enemies inside. It just... It goes places. There's a lot there. I think that people, more people should check out Cookie Cutter. It is fantastic. Agreed. Do it. Cookie Cutter. Right now. Spelled like it sounds. Go fix your computer. Now, like Cookie Cutter. Do you guys think there's monsters taking photos of us right now? Yes. Let's hide. Be right back, guys. <laughs> Hey news, what's the deal with pasta salad? There ain't no lettuce in there. Welcome back, Getty! Woo! The real reason for the podcast. Mm-hmm. I thought it was to also. Talk I about just think pl- pasta salad's disgusting. It's disgusting. Pasta salad's gross. It's you, slimy. It's cold. You gotta have the right pasta salad, man. Welcome back to the salad cast, where nobody mentions Waldorf salads. I made good. a sweet potato grape blue cheese Waldorf salad l- this week, and it was bomb as hell. Wait, no, what's sweet a said Waldorf, Waldorf salad? What kind of monstrosity is that? No, you know what? That's what I said. And I took the recipe and I said, I'm going to I'm gonna show that this thing's a monster and it's horrible. And I ate it and it was one of the best salads I've ever had. Ah. Hmm. Do you want the recipe? I'll send it to you. I'll take the recipe. I'm not Don't promising anybody to do anything with Sweet it. Sweet potato, <laughs> grapes, <laughs> I want and uh, blue cheese. Oh, is yeah, there Alec good can't sub? have blue cheese. Make it goat cheese, Alec, and you're Ooh, all set. There you go. Send, Apple, send celery, this. walnuts, grapes, and mayonnaise. No mayonnaise. Extra mayonnaise. That's what Faulty Towers taught me. Faulty Towers taught me lots of things, especially Spanish. (laughs) You could really tell that we have a ton of news, guys. Was there stuff that happened this week? Because I don't know. One thing, and one thing only. We're not talking about that. No, the one thing that happened is Parasite, the game we played last week. Para-S-I-G-H-T, Parasite. Uh, Coming to Steam, August 17th that game that reminded us a lot of undertale had a blast playing august 17th oh really uh other than that 
we had a couple of things planned to kind of go over besides the news. So let's finish out our normal news here before we go into a little bit of the bonuses. Freebies this week. Freebies. Polygon dropped into hell over at itch.io. Superbot at itch.io. A Plague Tale Innocence Epic Game Store. And Minute Epic Game Store. Oh, Minute I really there? Yeah. That game's awesome. It's like two hours and it's a Zelda-like that's very fun with a very good conceit that you're only alive for 60 seconds. What was that sigh? Didn't he hates Zelda likes? Every time Alex says Zelda likes, F Zero gets pushed back a year. You should just start play a minute and tell shots. me it's not a Zelda like. <laughs> Whenever Alex says that a Zelda like, you should take a shot. I don't. I don't want to die. <laughs> <laughs> play minute and tell me it's not a Zelda like. Okay, it's two Fair. hours long. Deal. You got this. Deal. That's that's my backlog blog for next week. Sounds good. So those are the freebies. No, it's Hacknet. Hacknet. Uh, so instead of uh, the news that we just gave, we're going to move on to Extra Life. Uh, we are preparing, starting our starting the initial phase of Extra Life preparation. Getty. We are figuring out whether we're going to do Extra Life in person. Uh, I feel like Extra Life in person would be uh, relatively uh, safe, whether we are in, you know... Well, like obviously we're all vaccinated. Let's all figure out what we can do to make this safe. But also, let's think about some fun things we could do. Do we have a spooky spooky this year? That's one thing I'd like to know, Getty. I think that I will have House of Ash or whatever it's called. The new dark pictures. Yep. Sweet, sweet. That yeah, that's always a good stand-in for and this stuff. I think In Sound Mind was supposed to come out before that as well. Is it? Okay, because that was choice. There, There's a... Well, it's not new, but they're porting the... Uh, Lady of Blackwater. Is it Fatal Frame? Is it the Fatal Frame game that they're yes. porting to Switch? Yeah, that could yes. be an option, too. The other option I had was that one re- that game that was the Resident Evil knockoff 1984 that we beta tested. Yeah, but none of yeah. us are good at that. <laughs> I mean, you're pretty good at Resident Evil games. I'm not. I, I, I'll tell you this much. I am not playing another Silent Hill. <laughs> <laughs> I play video games and video game accessories. Ah, ah. But the question is, Joel, did you turn your flashlight on? Joel, is the flashlight on? Joel, Okay. flashlight. Going to the multiplayer side, we got some Spider Heck, Bamarang, and uh, Mario Party is a possibility. Spider Heck is great for in-person uh, Bamarang is another one that, again, I, uh, I reviewed, and so that would be a lot of fun uh, with a big party, like a Mario party. Uh, mm. So we got to do, the, we gotta do uh, possibly the multiplayer Tournament of Power again. I don't know. That. I don't know if we should do Tournament of Power. It might be too powerful. I like that. And uh, we're still planning out what uh, are because again these are the events for extra life. We gotta do a co a couch co op uh, game. I'm thinking about maybe moving out. See how far we can get in moving out. That's a good choice. Um, when he said moving out, I actually thought he was leaving. I <laughs> thought, yeah, I thought he was. Just My heart gonna, went up, up a little bit, and I was like, oh, kid. he's he's not. That that's that's the meta game. We have to find out where he's moving to to have extra Ooh, life. Ah, nice. ah. And. For dating sims, I was thinking about uh, the dating sim where uh, you are a ta- you are dating other tanks. Okay. So that that would be uh, pan- I believe it's Panzer Medals. <laughs> Panzer Medals, yep. <laughs> Tank dating simulator. Oh, that I think man. would be a lot of fun. Uh, I'm putting that one here in our chat, so that if you guys want to check that out, that should be lots of fun. Uh, for Beth to be playing and all of us to be acting out. So that is our extra life. We're going to be po- we're going to be pushing uh, that pretty heavy. We're going to start spamming those links, trying to get as much uh, out of we can to try to get donations towards the Children's Miracle Network and really kind of hype up what we feel like could be something really special and do a lot of uh, good for the people. We'll also have. Uh, early adopters and uh 
So we will actually pick a beta test to play during Extra Life. We're going to have prizes this year, and we're going to send them out before June. U.S. only. U.S. only. <laughs> U.S. only. U- U.S. only. And, and yes, I, I I will commit to get them sent out no later than two weeks after the end of it. I have a picture of this guy that was in the Need for Speed movie. Uh, are you talking about Aaron Paul? Aaron Paul? Yeah. <laughs> I want to see you're if gonna give out anybody a picture? actually watched the movie and was like, oh. that's a video game movie. We I saw the trailer and I was like, "It's too, it's too soon from breaking." Autographed <laughs> copy, or autographed picture of Aaron Paul that we're going to give away this year. Okay. In addition to maybe some video games, Joel, Ooh. what? What else do you think we'll be giving out? Disappointed. Uh, T TBD. Uh-huh. But one thing I know we'll be giving out is one of these right here. Ooh, what's that? That is a Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword set of Joy-Con. So uh, that's prize number one. I, I know we've got plenty of uh, game, digital game copies as well that we have in the pipeline, too, if we wanted to be giving away those. And I, I got a big one in the works. We'll see if it pans out. But. Yep, we're also reaching out to so, to a lot of those devs that we're doing uh, beta breakdowns for and, and early adopters for, seeing if we can give out some codes during our extra life because we want to spread the word about their games while also getting a getting that real good charity vibe we want to give back to the community we want to give back to the children's miracle network and we want to do it while playing video games for 24 hours guys just think about it we are like three months away from hats multiple wardrobe changes Staying up for 24 hours and consuming an insane amount of caffeine. Uh, Alex trying to hand me apples and saying it works better than coffee. Alex then (laughs) only eating half of an apple and then getting upset that nobody else is eating apples. And uh, uh, dogs. There's going to be dogs. You don't have to watch us play games. You can watch us. Not necessarily the games. Oh, Oh, man. What if we have a room that's just... A room of dogs with a dedicated like, dog cam. We could do actually. That. I was, I was just, I was, uh, I was just thinking that <laughs> dedicated dog cam, dog cam. Uh. Oh my god, we could do dog cams for sure. Yeah. Okay. So we have some ideas in the pipeline, and we just want to get our listeners hyped and ready because November it will be on. Next, the next thing is our mid-year recap. I just want to kind of go and pull up our game of the year list here and just talk about some of the games that we beta tested this year. And I want to talk about some of our favorites. So uh, I want to throw out a a, a starter already. I was not here for this one uh, due to uh, child. But I will say... That's no excuse. I I did play it. just wasn't available for the episode. Angry Foot Game. Angry Foot Game is a very fun one that base kicking down doors that action kicking doors into people shooting people throwing your gun oh yeah oh yeah that was when andre was on mm-hmm. yeah that, that was a while ago that was fun it was well, very kinetic and fast we almost got canceled after that episode that was january <laughs> <laughs> all right so then uh i really like clone don't drone in the danger zone in fact, doing a beta breakdown on that one, uh, that one was a lot of fun. I felt like that uh, that kind of got me hyped on just that twist, that late game, or the first level twist. Uh, anybody else got any ones that kind of got them hyped? I mean, I'm really hyped for Spider Hack. That one is probably the one I'm most hyped for. I was absolutely terrible at it, but the couch co-op aspect, I am just so looking forward to the shenanigans that comes from that. Hell yeah. I'm uh, surprised nobody mentioned uh, fights in tight spaces. I'm still playing that. That that's just a very slick game, and I, I didn't play it until after you guys talked about it. But it's it's the right kind of strategy game with the cool concept and aesthetic. Uh, also, I would say that uh, you know I, I didn't expect it, but actually, The Last Soul was surprisingly intriguing. Like it. It's it's a little too 
quick for me at some points, but like it, it is a well-made, well-put-together game that I'd be curious to try once it comes out. Okay. Okay. Jack Moves, the turn-based RPG uh, cyberpunk. Yeah. yeah, that one's cool, too. That animation was very well done. Getty, what do you got? I mean, I'm looking at this list, and mm-hmm. I think we should all be very thankful for how ridiculous the games have been this year. I know it wasn't everybody's favorite, but Hobo Prophecy, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Trash Sailors was also that was on the same one. like weird kick of being homeless, but whatever, both good games. Um, Alec already brought In Sound Mind up a little bit earlier, yeah, just talking about Extra Life. That one I'm definitely interested to jump back into, and then there was one more that I saw in here that I was like, oh yeah, I have to talk about that. And it was... Tiny Thor? Like it, but there was something okay. else. Oh, We've really had like a, a lot of good games. Rose and um, Locket. That's the one that I wanted to jump back that to. Rose and Locket. I enjoyed that a lot. Want to see more of Go fight. Game. Go Fight Fantastic. Born of Bread was also mm. that on, on par with something like Mario. The Paper Mario. The Paper Mario. Uh, unbeatable. That the music was very catchy. Tarot Theo's Quest was just a, a an interesting idea uh, take on Pokemon in a way that the art style mimicked that. Uh, yeah, there's, there's a lot. I'm also. I'm going to just make you all jealous. Well, except for Joel, I'm really hyped for Whisker Squad, and we just got our uh, betas from backing it today. Yep. So I'm I'm all sorts of hyped on that. Oh, that's I, I'm I'm very excited to have it enough time to really get a deep dive into it. When we talked about it, it was very much like I'm gonna did thirty or forty minutes and just try to play enough to talk about it. But now that we have unfettered access to it, it's a good time to dive deep. Um, trying to think there 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 again. There's a lot of them that we've been playing so far. Uh, Buck up and drive was very silly. Blue Shakira Shakira Shikari Rising. Yeah, we just had a really good year, and I think that there is already some really good like uh, front runners for I think like I think some of these were kind of like I think that I think this might be the best year yet of games that we've played. So the what you're saying year. is, don't get our hypes up for the second half of the year. Uh, no, if the if the pacing continues, I am even more excited the upcoming year so we'll see some good ones and uh you know as far as uh, our own personal games has there been a like just give me one game that you are very very happy to have finished from your beat list this year uh let's start alec oh because my beat list is huge um <laughs> i'm you know really glad that i finished uh, axiom verge going back through that and refreshing on the story when uh axiom verge 2 is co- supposed to come out this year Despite my feelings about Epic Game Store, I'm still super excited for Axiom Verge 2. Okay. And uh, Getty? I would first like to say that I'm glad that I stayed true to my resolution of trying to play the longer JRPG games. So, mm-hmm. um, man. Mm. I'm probably going to say Persona 5 Strikers. I'm glad that I made it through that story. It was a nice cap to the end of what persona 5 was some characters are missing didn't expect it to be a direct sequel but it was still a lot of fun and those beats god i love that soundtrack so much fantastic and uh joel this is it's not fair because hollow knight is just a very special game <laughs> for so many reasons it's it is such a well-developed world with so much lore hidden through the text in the environments uh in the characters themselves the gameplay is tight and it's one of those examples of like the abilities and the badges you can switch through actually actively change the way you can play and uh it's just it has a very satisfying conclusion too given that you did the right ending <laughs> yeah. which it took me a few times to get to that pace but like it, it it escalates in difficulty 
where like it peaks before the final fight. You know, I, I think the that white palace or whatever it was called was probably the the worst part of it <laughs> difficulty. But uh, but yeah, it, it has to be Hollow Knight. Like, it, which is it's not fair because there's a lot of good indies that have come out this year so far. Of course, of course. Uh, and then uh, for me, I want to say that uh, I think my favorite. Uh, I didn't put on here yet, uh, but I'm near the end. Uh, it would be Death's Door, but uh, of the ones that I have beat, I would say Frog Fractions 4 is kind of where I felt like the culm- like it looped back on itself in a way that I felt I, I, I did not foresee myself enjoying that game as much as I did at the end. So, Frog Fractions. It is a very good game. Okay, and that is our kind of game of the year, uh, mid-year review. And now, uh, what do you mean Caprizi Salad doesn't have lettuce either? That's confusing. Yep. Caprese. Not Caprizi. Caprese. Capri Caprese pants. Salad. Caprese. Capri Pants. <laughs> they only go up the calf. We'll be right back. We gotta sort this out. And we're back, back with the backlog blog, where we play games that we needed to borrow Alex's PS3 for. Y'all welcome. <laughs> I'm not sure I call it borrow anymore, but <laughs> no, it's fine. It's taken. It's really funny. It's been taken. It's fine. It was it's very funny because Joel's like, uh, I go, Joel, I have a PS3 if you want it. He's like, sure. And he comes over, and I'm like, we got to go to my storage unit. And <laughs> I'm literally like, come on, Joel come alone like you you think your kids and your wife stay in the car we're going to the storage unit we go down these because my storage unit uh-huh. it's through a bunch of hallways that are like very darkly lit and the lights don't come on until you're like in darkness and it's very shady and then we open up my storage unit and it's just like boxes everywhere and we had to we had to take out half the storage unit to find the box with the ps3 Damn. and then like we go all the way back after we put everything back and uh he goes to the van goes well I came back alive. His wife was, oh, good. Yeah. I was worried well, for my, my kids were apparently worried for my safety. <laughs> we were back there. And we found a wizard staff just sort of sitting in the corner. Oh, nice. So that was a fun find. Yeah. Wait, what kind it, of wizard staff? But did you find a robe? No, sir. Wow. I looked. I looked. I was tempted, but I didn't want a curse to follow me back home. So. Oh, should have taken it. I would have taken it. Okay, so Joel, you've been playing Skylanders. What? Yes, so uh, we are playing Skylanders Spyro's Adventure, which is the name of the first in the series. Skylanders is sort of the patient zero of Toys to Life games. Uh, so, of course, everybody knows Amiibo, but for a long while, Skylanders was like the series where you'd walk to the game store or the section of Target and you would see like, here's the PlayStation 3 stuff, here's the Xbox 360 stuff, and here's a corner of Wii stuff, and then here's just a whole aisle of toys. Wall of toys. Wall of toys. Like, you would go to Toys R Us and it'd be like a wall of Amiibo and a wall of Skylanders. Toys R Us. Now you've dated us. <laughs> they haven't been gone that long. Haven't they? Yeah, they have. <laughs> They've, uh, they've been gone for like six years. Don't tell me that. Uh, <laughs> anyways, uh, Sp- St- huh, Stylander Spyro's Adventure is a top-down action game. Like it, the thing I always compare it to is uh, Gauntlet. I don't know if everybody remembers Gauntlet, or I guess I the later Diablos. Gauntlet. Get out of here. Uh, Red I Warrior. There's like three food. versions of Badly. Gauntlet, a galloping ghost. Yeah, we were playing for like 45 minutes because we somebody put like $20 worth of credits in or something ridiculous. And we made it to level three. And then we realized yeah, that there that was That sounds no about right. So. <laughs> that sounds about Games right. Games are long. Uh, oh. But that or like some of the later Diablos are kind of like that too, except it is a kid's game. Let's preface it with that. It is a children's game. 
uh, instead of sort of an open world space, you are walking through these sections in more like uh, rows or tunnels or things. Uh, and it's very directed in that way. Uh, but basically the main conceit, besides it being that kind of game, is that they come with toys. Uh, it comes with a series of three toys. Mm-hmm. And you're gonna show them off. The, oh yeah, they, yeah. they kind of look Spyro. like that. Spyro. They're Spyro. Everybody hated the way Spyro looked. Yeah, yeah. Everybody was so mad <laughs> the way Spyro looked when it first came out. He looks out. how Sonic uh, does nowadays, and it worries me. <laughs> Sonic. Sonic. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, th- there are these toys, and you would put them on like a plastic portal that you plugged into your console. It would light up, and then that would be the character you play as. Okay, and then they would be able to level up over time and get more powerful, and then you can also eventually start unlocking new attacks and abilities. Uh, but the neat thing about it was that it would save the stuff to the actual character, kind of like the amiibos do now. Uh, okay. So, like, you think about how Smash Brothers, they would have the amiibo, and then you would fight them, and then they would get tougher and tougher and start learning your moves and stuff. Uh, it would retain the data in that the same way. So each character has a sort of different like, element to them. It would be like fire or tech or water. And some of these levels, you'd have sections where it would be like, this is the strong element, you'll do more damage and its enemies that way. Or there are actually sections where you have to be using the right element Skylander in order to open that section and go explore that area of the level. Understandably. Um, excuse me, it, what, what element is tech? Robot. Uh, tech is, yeah, like robot. So like that dude right there is a tech element. You see how his right wings there. are made out of machines? Metal. He's yep. a transformer. Yep. There's more than meets the eye here. Technically, this one is tech too, although it's, I think it's just because he has guns. Maybe it's silicon? Silicon's an element? No. No, I don't make me name them all right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's too late at night to do that. Uh, but, you know, this is a game that Kelly and I dove into really heavy when it first came out because, like, it it fed my interest in having something to play with her uh, as a group activity. It also fed into her enjoyment of getting collectibles. So, like, it, it, was, it was a bad brew of things that just sort of brought it together like that and it had been a long time since we touched them and I, I ran across a bin of these after we moved here like a year ago and mm. we'd been saying for a long time oh we should pick up and play that we should pick up and play that and then uh, found out that it was apparently an anniversary of Skylanders this year and we are like okay we'll drag it out and it's been a lot of fun and the nice thing about these is that my kids are now at the right age where they're actually going to be able to play it with us and, and enjoy it themselves too. My youngest really likes it so far. Uh, my oldest could take her to leave it, but it's you know it is a good example of how this stuff can like use these toys in an interesting way. I kind of wish Nintendo would do the same thing with like their amiibo, made some sort of game that's like this that you could use your amiibo on. Because mm-hmm. I've got a shameful, shameful amount of those too, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it, it's it's a neat series, and, and it is rough around the edges for this first one. Uh, visually, it's a PlayStation Three game, but it looks really, really kind of muddy and uh, undefined in this one. But that improves over the next handful of games, and I, I think they went as far as playstation 4 i think the last one was on playstation 4 so like they, they were still making them a while back um but besides that the only other thing i'd note off the top of my head is that uh patrick warburton yep. does a voice of a character cool and uh, i'm always, always for good. patrick warburton he, he there, there's very little i've seen in him where i'm like he's not great like i i, I can't think of a thing he is one of my favorite ticks how many ticks are there? Three. Three. Yeah. Okay. Confirmed. <laughs> One of your favorite. <laughs> there was a there was two TV two live action TV shows and a and a cartoon. Are you counting the mm. Amazon one? Yes. Okay. That's three. The uh, the bad guy is voiced by uh, the same guy who voices the Psychonauts main character. Ooh. I should play Psychonauts. 
That's good. I think he's also the voice actor for Invader Zim, although I'm not too familiar with that series. I should watch Invader uh, Zim. <laughs> he, he's got a very striking, high-pitched kind of uh, yell. It, it, it makes this funny, like, he tries to be a tough guy, but he's really just like a, a puny little runt. <laughs> okay. So, uh, yeah, it's... It's it's a lot of fun. Like it's been a lot of fun reminiscing about some of this stuff too. And uh, if if somebody's interested in trying this stuff out, it is dirt cheap now. I have a question, go on, Joel. Go on, go on eBay or go to your local store. What's up? Preguntas. Um, so is how many games are there of Skylanders? Three. Let's see. There's Six. Skylanders. There is Skylanders Giants. Four. Um. Trap Team. Uh, Part that Trap Team. Super Superchargers. Shout out to Trap Team. Swap teams. Force. It's just coming up in names now. <laughs> are these video games? I'm talking about video games, not series the, of the, these are No, these are different video games. Jesus. Yeah, and they each have their individual unique series of toys, because that was the hook. Like, they had to keep coming out with new ones, because the big money isn't just the game, it's getting kids to buy, like, dozens of these things. Uh, but the uh, one of the cool things is that you can carry over your old Skylanders to each of the new games. Okay. So, like, if you bought the first one, you could bring them over to the newest game and be able to play with them just as you would any other one. So, like, it, bringing over that legacy stuff was a neat way of allowing people to get into the other ones without having to cost an arm and a leg if you already how, had How those. close are you to completing the set? Oh, that's not... No way. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. We got a lot. We don't have that much. <laughs> How <laughs> big if... would the set be? A lot. Obscene. See, Obscene, because, like, here's the thing. Like, they would have the characters, and then they would have variants. Yep. Oh, I remember So, that. like, there's, like, legendary versions, and then there's, like, little tiny mini versions that you had to, like, find at, like, special events and stuff. So, and, which and, ones are the mythic rares? Uh, legendaries. Oh, okay. And, and basically, the, that's technically a legendary Spyro. Uh, and, but the only real difference <laughs> is the way it looks, and then they've got different stat uh, attributes. So it's, like, not really important to seek those out anyway. So there's, like, so there's like six games, though, right? Like six or seven games? S- something like that, yeah. Can't, okay. Do you have to carry your characters over, or if you get brand new characters and start from scratch, are you going to be okay? Or... You'd be fine starting over from scratch. It was just to me, it's a nice thing that you're able to, you know, bring them forward if you want to. Are you, you super know. OP if you do? Yes, nice. because like every time you play, you start with that character's attribute. When when you did a new game, it's like everyone's at one, and the start of the game's easier. So like you bring your old ones over, you're going to be just obliterating everything. Now, uh, how many of the games do you own, and how many do you plan on beating or adding to the beat list? Hmm. I think the only one we don't own is the 3DS one. Okay. So we got, we got plenty to play through. Uh, we'll see how far we go. At this point, our streaming nights are basically turning into Skylanders night. So uh, I can tell you right now, we'll probably get through at least like three of them. Okay. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Shout out to Trap Teams. <laughs> Shout out to Trap Teams. Wait, uh, Joel, the other night uh, you had uh, messaged me and you said, psst, and then you sent me a picture of you downloading a game I had been begging to play some more of uh, with you, uh, the yes. Resident Smash player, uh, and then we fi- you finally uh, messaged me last night. We played Rivals of Aether. Sure did. Rivals of Aether. I, uh, it plays a lot like Smash. You have a Smash button. Uh, you know, you have your wave dashing to a certain extent, your uh, DI, your directional input, your uh, attacks, your percentage meters going up the more damage you take. Uh, this comes with Ori and uh, Shovel Knight, because we're playing it on the Switch. It comes with the DLC. Mm-hmm. Correct. Uh, Rivals of Aether is an interesting variant to light Switch to from Smash Brothers. It... I've played too much Smash Brothers over the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. Just, just an obscene amount. It's, it's my happy place game. Like, if Did I you don't beat have it? Smash Brothers. Yeah, the 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 world of whatever. Oh, screw that! No, I, I'm I'm all matchmaking online. <laughs> uh, 
I mean, I'm happy for you, Daddy. I struggled mightily with the single player stuff, uh, so it's ju- it's just not my speed. Um, but you, given my situation, you find pretty quickly what the differences are, and they're small things on their face, but they're meaningful. Mm-hmm. One, the characters in Rivals of Aether are heavy. Yeah. They're all pretty ha- like they're they hefty. have a center of gravity that just they drops them to the ground like a stone each time. Uh, even the ones that are more floaty sort of land a little bit quicker than uh, the other ones do in Smash Brothers. Two, there is no blocking whatsoever. There's no blocking. There's, oh. your, There's no throws. You're dodging at the exact right moment, and it stuns them. Right, you got that in a, a dodge roll. So like. You got that sort of parry thing, and, and you're basically either trying to roll out of the way or trying to time that right because it'll cause you a stun and dip an opening. But th- those, so it makes it a really offensively focused game. Whereas Smash Brothers, I I find my success is like learning when to turtle up <laughs> and and figuring out the right time to dodge versus trying to grab for them. And uh, this one, you have to be aggressive. Like th- there is no being defensive on it. Um, I, I liked it a lot. The, the aesthetic is pretty cool too. It is very pixelated, uh, although it's well animated. Like all the characters move really well. The uh, the characters are very varied. And to your point, Alex, we were talking last night about how you know there's usually like a comparison from one of the rivals' characters to what they're trying to ape off of a Smash Brothers character. Yeah. But there are also some unique ones. Like there was a character. I forget which one it was, but there was one where its ability, instead of like a smash attack, is that you would charge and then you would shoot out smoke. And then if the enemy ran into it, they would get like stunned and electrocuted. And so when we were doing the match that time, I was half the match, I was literally just running around shooting smoke, trying to create distractions or, or trying to get you caught up in it. And uh, so that was interesting. I, I, I liked the special. DLC characters. I think Hol- uh, Hollow Knight. Uh, Shovel Knight and Ori are cool aesthetically. Is is, Hol- is uh, Shovel Knight any good? Just like, I found myself struggling with Ori. Just because he's like he is kind of bland. Like he, he doesn't really do anything too flashy. Uh, he, he's more of a quick paced one that's a little lighter and easier to knock out. But I think that with Ori you have to kind of pre-plan your, your using your wisp as mm-hmm. as the move because there was a couple times that you had gotten me out by setting your wisp to stay in one spot as almost like a bomb yeah and then as soon as i went near it i got blasted off the stage uh shovel knight is is very is very quick he, he actually doesn't feel as heavy as some of the other ones and uh his movements uh are relatively good it's kind of cute that when you know when he does damage or when he gets hit he loses all of his gems come out come out of him. They don't yes. really do anything, as far as I'm concerned. That was what I was wondering too. Just there's a counter <laughs> near your your uh, meter that showed like how many gems you were collecting, and I, I was waiting for some sort of super attack to be unlocked using that or something. But yeah, uh, um, you can uh, he can use to purchase upgrades to give him the upper hand in battle. But I obviously did not. <laughs> Uh, quite know how to do so, said thing. So, sure. uh, yeah, I have to mess with him some more to learn more of the technical uh, side of him. My my main has always been Crag. Crag is uh, he's Earth's Bastion. Uh, he looks kind of like a Rhino Beetle. Yeah, but I like yeah. I like him because his powers vary from uh, creating a giant platform underneath him, so he can just jump high in the air, then make the platform, and that actually counts as a hit the platform if you get hit by it mm-hmm. um also you can pick up a rock which can be used as both a shield or it can be thrown and when thrown it doesn't break but if i punch it all the shrapnel and little bits of rock that it becomes also cause damage yep. you can throw it block with it and use it as a projectile in multiple ways um and, and that yeah. tower is just annoying <laughs> the tower is annoying the, yeah. yeah and uh, yeah. it makes it makes that uh i have the my problem with all of these kind of games is I have very bad um, off off stage game. As soon as I'm off stage, I'm flailing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So with Crag, I can boost myself right back up and I'm in, I'm back in it. Well, and this one's especially tough because there, 
there aren't many floaty characters and it. it's the kind of game where you're doubly in trouble if you get off the stage because you're you're dropping like a stone a lot of the uppy options don't propel you up that much like that was the one nice thing about ori is that ori's was a super high jump and then floating around uh that gave you a little bit of agency but uh and also the levels are you know if i were to have one gripe it'd be the levels because most of the levels boil down to the the final destination kind of level or a level with just like two platforms and it, they could stand to have some more interesting levels. I, I'm guessing the old reason why is because Rivals was sort of marketed as like, this is going to be the competitive Smash Brothers alternative. Yeah. As Smash Brothers has gone more into a, a more casual uh, thing compared to the Melee days. But. And actually, there is a whole, uh, you know, they have a whole phase where you can strike levels and stuff like that. I don't want to go to this level, blah, blah, blah. But they yeah. actually, um, with that we were striking one level that did have like the interactive stage where there's like flowers that attack you and stuff like that. I just thought that was annoying. Uh, specifically <laughs> in this case, because uh, I've played with you in, in smash and you are that again, that is your, that is your lane to play mm-hmm. like this competitive technical side of smash that I have no idea. So putting it on the fair plane, I was like, this is where I feel like since Joel, I I have a little, I have, I've played Rivals of Aether probably roughly in, in, like, since it came out. I've played, like, 10 hours. So not a ton, but I do come mm-hmm. back to it, like, once a year and sure. refresh myself on what the game is. And so with, with that, I uh, I feel that's where I was like, well, I'm going to play Joel on the Final Destination style because I feel like then I can at least, like, feel like that me and you are on an even plane. Yeah, and, and I'm generally fine with that. I just, I found that, like, Almost all of them are like that. So yeah, just, I'll, I'll show I you next time we play. I'll show you some of the ones that are a little bit more reactive and 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 have a little bit more going on. But for the most part, they're mm. pretty much bare bare bones like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, I think that there's a lot uh, there's a lot more to it. There's there's more for me and you to kind of like mess around with and kind of figure out some of the meta of like how do you get the more technical fine points like i'd like to know understand more about the shovel knight and leveling up leveling up his weapons mm-hmm. so i think that we'll try to throw out there at least one more one or two more just just gotta pick a main <laughs> still working on that one yeah again feel it out that's why i'm still trying to like i, I beat you with the whale character but mm-hmm. i did not enjoy it <laughs> wow i okay. beat you but i didn't enjoy it <laughs> it just wasn't it, he did not feel fun to play. I felt like that was a fluke. Um, so I feel like like the guy who does smoke and makes copies of himself, I feel like that could be insanely annoying, and that's mm. kind of where I want to be. See, see, that's why I picked Kirby, because I just want to mess with people. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I think we'll both try that character a little bit more and mess around. I'll probably try Ori some more, too. But uh, that is uh, Rivals of Aether. Now let's move on to one last thing. One last thing where we give one last sentence, one last statement, sending us into the weekend and you, the listener, into the weekday. Uh, for me, uh, I am playing uh, a couple games right now. But really, I just always want to go back to the door. I'm still... <laughs> like, I have a couple things on my plate currently that I'm just like, oh, man, I got this thing. Oh, I got to write a review for this thing. But Dust door is, like, right there. Like right, there. it kind of stopping me from playing other things because I know I feel guilty playing Death Store, so I don't play it. But I don't want to play those other things because I just want to play Death Store, so I just sit there and just think about Death Store. You just gotta play it; otherwise, it's just gonna be nagging in the back of your mind as you're doing Do these it. other things. Cl- close, finish the fight. Do it. I'm close. Are to you him. doing it? Yeah, I think I'll do it. Do it now, Joel. Your one last thing. Okay, I uh. I, I want to get into a bitter game because I've been dabbling in the indies. There are a few more I'm sort of planning on touching here and there. Okay. I I bought Nier like a month and a half, two months ago. I okay. haven't started it yet. I, I've got Persona 5 Strikers, which I have started, but I, I would need to get myself up and running again to pique my interest again. And then there's Hellblade, which we talked about uh, earlier. I need to figure out what to play next. Out of those things, my vote is near. 
Okay. Of course it is. You're a sadist. I would vote Hellblade uh, just to be difficult. Also, that is a sadist thing, too. <laughs> <laughs> it's not sadist, but it's pretty morbid. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Uh, and I, I, uh, Alec, do you have a vote? No, I don't. <laughs> I've been bad at picking right. games lately. Okay, I'll... I'll fl- uh, I'm leaning near. But then again, I keep on putting off Hellblade. Be- <laughs> Hellblade isn't it, It's the one of those games that I keep on... Hellblade will not be as long. Go, go for Hellblade. Yeah, okay, I'll go for I'll go for Hellblade. That's, I feel that's like my choice. Hellblade, uh, Gettys, Gettys only. Like, I haven't I haven't touched that one. What? Okay. Right. I'm the only one who played it. I it's it's on my docket for sure. The die has been cast. It'll be Hellblade. I'll report back. Getty, what's your one last thing? Uh glad to be back. I will be here, hopefully playing games. Fan. Fantastic. Uh, Alec, one last thing. I mean, this kind of goes with my being bad at picking games thing. I really want to like Ori. It's beautiful, but I don't think I'm going to be able to play it much more. I think Final Fantasy might be calling me those pixel remasters. And do you think you'll be able to stream from the Steam Deck? Can you get a Steam Deck stream deck? Well, (laughs) hold on. Hold on. Technically, it's a Linux box, so you can probably install s- slobs on there. Streamlabs. No, OBS. You, you want, not slobs doesn't have slobs. Also, doesn't have a Linux version, which I would use if they did it. Okay, so you could probably install OBS on the Steam Deck, and I feel like you're going to get a choppy frame rate. I feel like it's not. Um, I, I, my, I'm going to try it, my, and I'm going to stream from the bathroom just because I can. My 980 uh, can't handle Rainbow Six Siege and OBS at the same time. I, I, that means nothing to me. The graphics card I bought this year handles everything in streaming fine. So, What I'm saying is that, uh, well, again, you're not playing graphically intensive games. Right. And <laughs> also at the same time, I'm also throwing the fact that mine is years behind and I feel like the Steam uh, deck won't be that powerful i don't know they they say they can play everything that they've tried on it so far so yes but can they multitask yep we'll find out if 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 they it truly is a linux box and we can do whatever we want there will absolutely be instances of me streaming from not this room uh just make sure you have your webcam on not if i'm going to the bathroom yeah please don't and that will be it for this week's Super GG Radio. Before we go, you can find us on Twitter at Super GG Radio and twitch.tv slash Super GG Radio, where uh, I I left off hacking it up hack style with the hackity hack and the, the clackity clack. So I am going to continue with some hack net. Clackity clacking, hackity hacking. Tons of fun. I already got to the third, the, the fourth wall breaking segment. Tons of fun. The fourth wall breaking segment. After that, it's all, it's all cake. After that, uh, then we have not Metroidvania Mondays, but something else coming up with Alec. Possibly some Final Fantasy, Skylanders Tuesday. Nothing on Wednesday. Thursday podcast. Friday is still Pokemon Red, though he is closing in on the end. Then uh, we will move on to. Uh, oh my God, I'm blanking. You're not going to uh, Death Stranding after that, are you? Yes. Harvick will be going to Death Stranding after Pokemon. Really? All right. (laughs) Saturday Skylanders, and then we're back to Sunday. We will also be, uh, I'm editing currently uh, a new beta breakdown uh, that should be going live, I want to say, Tuesday. Can you guess what it is? Also working with some Gaming Fix people to see about getting another beta breakdown. Like, you want me to guess what it is, or you're asking the audience to... The audience. And you said gaming fixes on it. That's another one. That's another one. Because I heard that you used them to replace one of the ones that you botched with us. <laughs> that oh. actually didn't work. That, that didn't work. That actually didn't work? Did you botch no, it yes. again? I <laughs> uh, know. Andre's in Japan. Steam Steam streaming to you know Steam share doesn't work when you're all the way in Japan. No, latency. He's already blaming someone uh-huh. else for this. Latency would be horrible for that. 
I'm still gonna get that one done before the game comes out. So I have I have one in edits, two uh, ready to be processed. Getting you're out on that one, I, I assume. So I will have to get Joel and somebody else to be named later. We'll get everything done. We're getting some good stuff. We also have three reviews coming out next week. Three reviews. Damn. Omno, Ease what Ease five or Ease six? Retro review of Ease six. Uh, and I reviewed Boomerang X. So we have three reviews next week. Uh, Ease Memories of Calcetta is a retro review. So we got reviews coming. We got game codes for more games to review. And we're going to keep pumping out the content, so stay tuned. If you'd like to reach us with questions or input, our email address is mail at superggradio.com and provide a review on iTunes or the legendary podcast host Skylander of your choice. Thanks for listening. GG Joel. Good game. GG Getty. GG Alec. Good game. Good night, everybody. <laughs>